0: You're listening to a Sin Media podcast, previously heard live on Sin
1: 90.7. What is up, y'all? You're listening to another fire episode of Hustles with your hosts Dabs and Jenna. We're missing Eldrin today. He's studying for his exams, trying to do well, trying to graduate. Trying to get this what?
0: Trying to get his education, you know? Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We've lost him to education. So our talk for today is how we feel about the whole education system, school, uni, what it's like being a person of colour growing up and kind of interacting with these spaces and what we've learned and kind of what we see in these situations.
0: That is correct. We are going to be talking about what it is like to be a young person of colour within the education system. The factors that affect us, how we feel we are impacted and of course we have got some fire fire Today, I am very excited, Dabs, because on the topic of education, I felt like I would take it upon myself to serve out a lesson right here, right now so today is actually your education welcome to class
1: that's scary because i just finished two exams i finished my semester so i I was so ready to just kind of relax and not learn anything but Mm -mm. uh, no
0: no you are gonna have to be on the ball today because today i am gonna be educating you on uk hip-hop some artists you will definitely know some of them you will get to know which is exactly what we love on hot sauce and for the people listening at home This is my chance to bring you a little taste of what the scene is like in the UK. Hopefully, you will enjoy. And spoiler alert, there will be a quiz at the end. So stay tuned for that. Dad is rolling his eyes. He's not very excited at the thought of this quiz. I'm done with
1: tests. I'm done with quizzes. I can't do it.
0: That's what you thought. But to kick off the show, we started with Sam for the Great, F E M A L E, what a track, Mm -hmm. female. What a female boss she is. And what a way to kick off the show.
1: Also, fun fact you're in Jenna's bag today. whole show
0: because as we'll get on to music plays a massive part in our education and like i say stay tuned see how dabs does in the quiz mm-hmm. we will find out if he's gonna be cruising for some citizenship or not
1: find out if peas get degrees or not
0: oh we will indeed but we are gonna jump into another track up next we have she loves me by mr easy and connects you guys are on sin stay tuned you're locked into Hustlers. yeah,
1: yeah. Everybody's screaming Lotto. That's I, I used to call up Lexi Lee, shrimp,
0: Lotto boys there with no done. You guys are locked into hot sauce here on Sin with Jenna and Dad. Dad is venting right now because I got beef. He has beef. We are talking about education. We are talking about our experiences as young people of colour within the education system. Now, Dabs has just checked an exam result. It's
1: rough. And I walked into that exam, mad confident, came out confident still. Tell me now how I get 20%.
0: (laughs) I am feeling a lot of anger in this studio. While you guys are listening to No Letting Go by Wayne Wonder. Dabs is definitely not letting go of this. No. He's very, (laughs) very upset about this exam result. But it fits in perfectly to what? we are going to be talking about before no letting go you guys listen to she loves me by miss easy and chronics that is from the lagos to london album i mm-hmm, mm-hmm. absolutely love that track again you are in my bag this is my my education i'm trying to educate dabs on my kind of uk music obviously excluding wayne wonder and excluding Sampa. i've we've got, we've got a few sprinkled international artists throughout mm-hmm. the playlist today that's good though
1: you're a foreign exchange kids She's taking you, you to Homeland.
0: Exactly, exactly. I'm taking you guys back. But to really get into the discussions today, Dabs, to talk about this education, I hope you're not going to feel too triggered given your situation. Hey
1: i'm good i'm good
0: <laughs> but i really want to talk to you today about your experience growing up through the education system how you feel being a person of color has impacted you struggles that you may have had
1: look now being a person of color in like the education system english is not in year 12 that was my real gripe <laughs> english from like year 10 to 11 12 we did american history slavery all of that right So they made us read To Kill a Mockingbird. We watched 12 Years a Slave. I think we read a book related to that. And then we also read a book. I don't know the name of it, but it talks about how a slave owner's daughter fell in love with a slave on the plantation so that was kind of like an experience because for me I was the only black kid in the class
0: did you ever get that right when you're reading about or you're learning about slavery or anything every kid, every in, the kid class, in the class to kind of like, oh, around oh no it's like yeah <laughs> let me
1: just ask the collective the whole black collective on the opinion on, of what's going on in the classroom right now and then what the teacher's reading the book and then the, the n-word drops like looks at me and she's like like, can I say it I'm like ah uh, teacher what am I going to say Like. That's your decision.
0: You have to call out your teachers, though. Have that vim, Dabs. How old were you?
1: I was 16. That's crazy.
0: You're old enough to have, to have that confidence to call out your teacher and be like, no. No, nah, nah, don't, don't nah miss. No,
1: nah, I don't say that, miss. <laughs> yeah.
0: But basically, if you look at the breakdown of how well young people achieve in school. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, people of colour and minority ethnic groups do not achieve to the same level as our white Caucasian counterparts, basically. Mm -hmm. So, what we really want to talk about today is to try and analyse why we feel like that is a factor, what things influence that and impact what is going on, why, why we don't do as well, or why when we do do as well, that's a shock or a surprise to people.
1: So, like, in school, our legal studies teacher was also our like careers management teacher yeah. so she would look at um, what we wanted to do after high school and then look at where our options for like university study was right so I wanted to go I always wanted to do like science stuff so medicine stuff so and she looked at it and so I had I had biomed number one and then I think I had science and then I had environmental studies and she's like a lot of your courses require like a super high A to are you sure you're going to be able to get that and like she can see my scores from like my other class she's literally a teacher from one of my classes like I don't do bad all my scores are pretty high up so she's like there should be no, like, doubt in her mind that I can achieve these scores, right? But I feel like she's just kind of just like, ah, Like, <laughs> this kid, like, for real? Like, really? Nah, no, surely not. So my school, a lot of kids, their parents knew the teachers. So it was kind of like, oh, this my parent and my mom knows this teacher from way back before I was born. So it's kind of, like, I'm coming in, out of nowhere, this one black kid, in this whole sea of people that already know each other. So it's not even just like a racial thing, it's even just like, people just know each other already
0: yeah that's massive i feel like your home life and your parents as well are huge because the way that you're brought up and the certain levels of capital that your family have are obviously going to influence your success at school so like exactly. you say there if you have the type of parents that you know go out to social events outside of school with your teachers and know your teachers personally you have an issue in school they can easily chat to your teacher and find out what's going on and they're it's very accessible and it's very easy for them to stay involved but in some cases it's harder for us to have parents who are able to go into school and sort things out for us and you know to really check in on things and and yeah and to make friends with the teacher and stuff like that it's these tiny little things that i feel like you don't think they make a difference like at the time but when you add them all up together it's crazy and then you realize okay you're essentially running the same race but
1: with like a it's, it
0: really does show you how privilege works and i think that it really does highlight the fact that you know we are so quick to be like people of color just aren't as intelligent yeah. which is so untrue it's literally just the factors that they face and the barriers that are put in place within the system that makes the system not benefit them if that exactly. makes sense
1: and it's even like a like even for me i grew up it's just me and my mom and my brother so my mom worked her ass off so like my other friends would be like oh my dad works and my mom stays at home most of the time and does this or my mom works from home or my mom does like part time shift work at this 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 yeah, so their okay, mom's that must always nice. in coming in, talking to the teachers <laughs> yeah. like oh what's my son doing at school and I'm like oh my mom is at work again like every day Trying to bust their ass so I can come to this school and then learn and then get a future for myself.
0: We will get onto more about your school and university experience dabs. I will try not to make you too upset. Not trying to rub too much salt in your wound, but we're going to jump into another one of my fire tracks. I hope you're enjoying your education today. Mm -hmm. This is Needed Time by Young Bane. You guys are locked into Hot Sauce here on Sin. Stay tuned.
1: My darling, don't wanna hurt feelings
0: But told your man to wait when I pull up A young ad and our good friend Dirt Bike there A.K.A. D-Block Europe mm-hmm. With Running Man You guys are locked into Hot Sauce here unseen With Jenna and Dabs Before Running Man, you guys listen to Needed Time by Young Bane We're in my bag today These are my selections mm-hmm. We are talking about education We are talking about our experiences Within the education system as young people of colour so we spoke a little bit before about our differences and experiences the barriers that we face and I guess I just kind of want to ask you A little bit more Dabs About how you feel about the content That you're taught like at school Because I feel like school is like our formative years Okay Yeah Looking at like primary socialization The things that we learn about ourselves And about the world Obviously come from our first few years at school
1: That's a crazy thing though Because for real The depth of, of like diversity that they get into In terms of like what they teach you in school It's, it's really all Like Eurocentric history So they teach you All of like Christopher Columbus And like The foundations Of all these other countries Right But they don't teach you About the history Of the countries Before they were colonized Or the indigenous people That were colonized In the country And how that Is affecting them In the current stage Because these are all Like factors of how Countries work Even in things like what is it, like, general humanities, like, in, like, year six, or, like, economics, or, like, just, like, general, just data stuff.
0: This is a nice little glazed over, like, no, 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 we'll we'll miss that part out, we'll just, uh, go straight to this bit, yeah? Never mind, never mind this this chunk here that's, like, obviously very important for everyone, but specifically for us as young people of colour I feel like coming out of school I almost had more questions
1: exactly than
0: I did going in because I was kind of like well hold on where do I fit in this mm-hmm. where is my place I've learned a lot about other people's cultures and about other people's you know idols heroes and whatever and as I was saying on another episode I pretty much just about had Martin Luther King Rosa Parks and eventually somewhere further down the line Malcolm X mm-hmm. And that was all i got that was all that was all i was given in terms of people that i was taught about from my culture and who reflected me in these spaces
1: exactly and even like just diversity in terms of like what they teach you here it's like the extent of that is basically like slavery and the civil rights movement in America that's it that's all you learn mm. but the slavery that happened in America and the civil rights movement is not it's not beyond the end all of like black history like black people exist other places other than America it's black people all over Africa why don't we learn about history there why don't we learn about the history of the aboriginals here in Australia we don't learn about that
0: yeah and I think also as well um, how did you find your teachers? Because I remember... I think I've been taught by one black teacher in my whole entire school career. And that was, like, university.
1: I've never had a black teacher. The only black teacher I know is my mum. That's, that's
0: <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I that's, like that, to yeah. be fair. But that links back to what we were saying about representation. And about seeing people who look like you in spaces that you want to be in. Because trying to be in the education system trying to go to school and really latch into that it's really hard to kind of see a future in academia mm-hmm. when nobody teaching you looks like you it's kind of like well why am i here like i don't belong here kind of thing
1: we also just never learn about figures that look like us going into academia as well yeah of course You're, well you open up a science book like I'm, I'm a big science kid so when i go into my science degree i'm looking at a biology books there's not one black person in a biology book and like yes that's due to like fact but still like they were significant people in the black community that did make scientific strides yeah they're just not given the same recognition as these people in like textbooks
0: of course in some cases it is that we don't have people contributing work but i feel like in many many spaces you definitely do it's just the fact that they're not given the same kind of spot like they're not given the same discursive capital Mm. their work is almost not credited or valued as much so as your average middle-class white man who writes most of the texts that we are led to read
1: exactly right think about this right this is so biomed this is like biomed crash course science Bio-Med I'm mid one hundred and one, right? So we test cancer cells. We've been doing cancer cells the whole the whole of this semester, right? So we've been testing how cancer works and how this is uh, like basically how it works in your body and how it's formed. So they test that using a cell type called a uh, HeLa cell, so H E L A cell, right? But they just talk about it. Say we, see, we they say we use this cell. This cell is basically just like the baseline for cancer cells because it's an immortal cell. But the person that they get that cell from it's a black woman if you google it it's a black woman but it was taken back before the civil rights movement so she had cancer and then they basically just um after autopsying her body and having a look at how her cancer worked they figured out that her cells basically kept um multiplying even after she had died so they were the only case of this immortal cell and it's not something that we learn about in biology and
0: How does that make you feel about your culture and about you as a person when you aren't taught about these icons, when you aren't taught about these influential people that are there, but you have to go and do the extra digging yourself? It's
1: actually insane because, think about it, these these cells have made such huge developments in cancer. So we're able to use chemotherapy, people are able to live way longer than they would before because of these cells, but they're not actually acknowledging the person that they came from. Mm. So as a person of color, as a black person It kind of makes me feel a little bit Devalued in terms of where, If I keep going in this degree If I keep going into research and and science And I make a discovery How are they going to treat that Mm. In this day and age, and yes, times have changed, but still problems do exist, right? So how how is my treatment going to be treated? Is it going to be treated as a low at a lower standard than someone that's not a person of colour?
0: I think that's so important to reflect on and to realise. I feel like in my studies as well, I very very rarely come across people of colour as my sources listed in my reading list. And I remember the first time I did, and it was uh, Du Bois, and I remember like literally. We had to everyone had to study this and had yeah. to read his his work. And I remember being so gassed, I was so excited, I was like, my brother, literally <laughs> <laughs> this guy is a leading sociologist and being able to read that really did make me realize okay that that really did make me feel like i can do this subject mm-hmm. i can do this topic and i totally see how you feel with regards to seeing how a person of color a very influential person of color was treated and not recognized at all for their contributions how that then makes you feel because yeah it's like well if this is my field if this is what i'm going to go into this is what i'm going to do how how am i going to be treated like what where's this place for me i think it links to what we're saying about belonging. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a person of colour a lot, definitely within education, I often feel very lost. It's a madness, stabs but we will delve more into this deep, deep discussion. I feel like it's, it's a gonna mad, get heated. Mad world. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna get hot as always. Spicy. Elders not here to come at you with no shade. Also come at us with the you get and you what and you do you, and get you get take it and 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 you what yeah. <laughs> 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 He's gonna murder us so bad for literally just ripping him I hope he's, he's, he's listening to be
1: honest Elgin shout out to you if you're listening but like <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe he struggles to keep up with us because our conversations are just moving too fast
1: oh no <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are gonna cruise on with the tracks my friends we are gonna jump into another one of my fire selections this is moving too fast by the artful dodger we have a hit garage land that's where we're at right now in my bag mm-hmm. I hope you enjoy. You guys are locked in to Hot Sauce. Stay tuned. I need to know where do you go?
1: cha cha. Cha cha by Dram and Falcons, and Do You Mind by kyla And you know, Dram, Akila brings you back to 2k16 summer
0: we had moving too fast by artful dodger you guys are in my bag i am taking you through tonight with my selections how you know, do you feel I'm, so i'm far?
1: scared because these tracks are really 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 good mm, so like i'm not i'm not paying attention so like i'm about to fail this test i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
0: we did give a little bit of a spoiler earlier if you guys are just tuning in to hot Souls, this is melbourne's hottest bme show where we talk about all things culture youth culture our own personal cultures heritages and backgrounds and today i have said that i have a little quiz for my friend dabs over here mm-hmm. at the end of the show i'm going to be testing how well you've been listening to my tracks how well you know the uk scene because
1: hey jenna just way to traumatize a failing uni student
0: (laughs) (laughs) i thought it'd be on topic with education because we were talking about education today Mm -hmm. we have been talking about how we feel being young people of color within the education system Mm -hmm. the way that it impacts us the barriers that we face and all those shenanigans
1: exactly before we spoke about how representation effect, how we're able to see representation within education and what we're able to see from this and how that's affected us growing up
0: you know what makes me laugh so hard the fact that the guy who sits here and literally goes education is key every single week is not here
1: because he's focusing on his what? His <laughs> <know. There's> education <laughs>
0: Eldrin we love you we miss you mm-hmm. Eldrin will be joining us again next week so for those who tune in for Eldrin's I don't know I don't know what you can tune in for
1: min- 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> for Eldrin's stutter if you tune in for that he will be back next week so do not fear he is just focusing on his education right now mm-hmm. So, Dabs, I want to know, really, going forward from the things that we spoke about earlier, about you wanting to do science and finding out that this really influential person of color, this woman, cells will use, how do you think these indiscrepancies and this lack of representation within the education system, how do we feel like this impacts us as a community and how does it impact you as an individual?
1: Okay, so. uh,
0: Okay, the tea is ready? The tea is hot? Yeah, just gotta. uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: you can tell that the the lack of representation the lack of prominent black academia figures in science and like other courses and other specializations right can cause people to believe that these specific areas are more ethnically Mm. leaning towards someone else than others
0: yeah I think it's definitely true, it has an an internal impact on us as young people of colour with regards to where we can see ourselves getting and with regards to how we feel about education because I feel like we were having this discussion just beforehand, we've come to the realisation that it almost has to go one of two ways. You either have to reject your culture entirely in order to assimilate and in order to fit in and to fit these kinds of standards that are presented to us or you end up totally rejecting the education system and obviously in some regards that can, can work out fine if you are creative or if you've got another outlet or something. you're really smart in another way that can work out okay but obviously we're trying to understand why we have this stereotype that people of color aren't as intelligent or why people of color don't do as well at school and i think it really is that we are faced with this crossroad it's either get rid of all of the stuff that you hold sacred all of that kind of everything that connects you to your culture all the things that we're trying to be really proud of and that we're trying to embrace assimilate and fit into this system that is not designed for us which doesn't include our cultures Mm -hmm. and doesn't include people who look like us to represent us Or, yeah, you end up with people who are just like, you know, this system really isn't cut out for me, it's not made for me, doesn't benefit me.
1: The importance of being able to see people that look like you in positions that you want to be in growing up, that's that's so important growing up. So if you see a black doctor and you're like, oh, it's a black doctor, I want to be a doctor when I grow up, I can do it. I saw a black doctor when I was a kid. I saw a black doctor, I have a black doctor. It makes it seem so much more believable and real and like such more of an achievable goal so when you open these textbooks and you see uh this whole lack of diversity even though the diversity clearly was there they're just not given the same recognition as these other figures it makes people that come from like ethnically diverse backgrounds be like oh i can't do this i can't reach the same level of of fame as these people because i'm i'm black i'm mexican i'm asian or whatever whatever and it kind of demoralizes you
0: Mm. I feel like like it's something that a lot of people will not experience and will not be able to understand uh because, again, I feel like that links to privilege and I envy envy them to be going through life and not have to feel like they can't enter certain spheres and go into certain spaces because they can see adequate role models who reflect them in the spaces they want to get into. But I feel like even if you don't personally experience such, I feel like you have to kind of understand from our perspective the impact that it has when you don't see people like that be it with regards to gender be it with regards to race be it with regards to any kind of setback or any kind of intersection it's so important that we have this reflection and i feel like you are so right that looking at our community without this representation it's really hard for us to move forward and it's not that there are people who aren't pushing through it anyway and getting the level of qualification that would allow them to teach in these spaces to become teachers or to provide work to be submitting scientific research and stuff like that they are there but then they're not getting represented so we're never going to change the situation
1: exactly I used to have this like conversation with mom a lot when mum would change and move from a different school so my mom's a teacher so she teaches kids with autism so when she goes and teaches at a school she's like really high qualified she's been doing it since before I was born so that's like 20 plus years right so she's super experienced every time she goes to a school they go oh are you qualified to teach these kids it's like yes that's why she's here (laughs) That's why she got the job I don't I don't know why you're questioning that fact I think it's just the fact that For a lot of these people She goes A lot of these people This is the first time They've actually seen A black teacher be In this position Because mum Grew up in Zimbabwe Right And so she sees A lot of the people That she was teachers with In Zimbabwe Like high school level teachers Primary school level teachers Just teachers in general Like education people Right When they come and move to Like countries like Australia Or New Zealand Or the UK They go and like become kindergarten teachers just because they don't they kind of feel the kind of pressure of their parents are going to look at me and be like oh why is this someone from africa teaching my child Hmm.
0: things do you ever feel almost as if you have to validate yourself in this system in the education system i feel like that's kind of what you're alluding to with your mom yeah that she has to prove that she the qualification
1: people in general don't really want to be the first of anything no yeah but in particular for black people because we already stand up enough as is as minorities so when we're the first of this we're not just the first person to do it we're the first black person to do it as well and so, so for me for example when i walk into class and i yeah i have dreadlocks yeah i wear hoodies a lot it's just kind of like the stereotypical image of the black kid that walks around the street playing basketball and listens to rap music and like yeah but i also do this course which means that i'm also like smart enough to be here so give me the credit where credit is due
0: yeah i think we definitely need to kind of break these molds and to break these stereotypes that people of color especially young people of color cannot engage with these fears and cannot engage with these topics and these subjects because i feel like we are in such a, a vital important age in terms of progression in terms of knowledge, intelligence, everything that we have readily available, the resources. But I feel like it's very hard to get past this initial judgment of feeling like you don't belong, feeling out of place within the education system, exactly. because we're not represented and because we're not reflected. But we're not represented and we're not reflected because we're not pushing to get to these spaces, and it's an endless cycle going round and round.
1: Exactly. So it's like you really—it's like the whole take a step out of your comfort zone and really just kind of try.
0: It's a crazy, crazy, wild one, but we're gonna. Just jump into some more track stabs. Are you excited? Are you ready? Are All you taking right. notes? Yeah. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. We are going to jump into a classic. We're going to jump into a legend. The one, the only, Dizzy Rascal. He was here about New Year's time. I think he played Falls Festival. Fun fact, he was on my brother's flight from the UK to okay, Australia.
1: Okay, sneaky, sneaky flex. <laughs> sneaky
0: flex. <laughs> light flex, light flex. But this is Dizzy Rascal with the classic Dance With Me. You guys must know it. If you don't, vibe along. You guys are locked into Hot us and Sin. Stay tuned.
1: What's up, do I live? I've been keeping my eyes on the movement. I can't see no room for it. He's the one, two, one. He's oh, the one, two, one. Go, oh, one, two, one.
0: Sit back down there by note. And Malik Berry, you guys are locked into hot sauce here on Sin with Jenna and Dabs. No
1: Eldrin today. Focusing on education.
0: He is focusing e on e. his education. As he always tells us, education is key. And in his absence, we are talking about that very thing. We are talking hey, about education. You
1: know what? At least Eldrin lives by his principles.
0: We spoke earlier about what it is like... Feeling like you're not represented, feeling like the system isn't really designed to include your culture and to include the things that we experience and the things that we go through. I guess what I want to chat to you about, Dab, is about the impact music has had on your education. So we spoke about a lot of the things that were missing for us with regards to our education and the kinds of gaps that were created. So I want to know how you went about filling in those gaps and what role music played in being that buffer and then filling in those spots that were missing
1: kendrick lamar <laughs> kendrick lamar
0: i'm actually gonna make that like a little soundbite
1: <laughs> <laughs> kendrick lamar like that's it's that that's it that to pimp a butterfly album was crucial like crucial if you ask any black kid here to in america and australia our age right and you asked them What was crucial in your development Of understanding your own culture In terms of where you stand in society In terms of where you stand in education And all of that And they're all going to say To Pimp a Butterfly By Kendrick Lamar It's facts
0: No printer
1: Because mm-hmm. that, that album is it's crazy It speaks It's so much facts And like basically allows us to absorb history And culture And what black people experience In different parts of the world In kind of a a way that's digestible and easy to listen to and that you can listen to over and over again and kind of really like learn something new about the song every single time. They talk about South African history in in that album as well. And it's like, yo, why don't I learn my own shit in school? Like, I don't know this. Why don't they teach them? They talk about world history, but they talk about, oh, Christopher Columbus discovered this or this person discovered this. But it's like. What happened after they discovered that? How did they discover that? It's like, it's not just as simple as that.
0: Yeah, do you feel like music really did serve to fill in those gaps for you? So where you did have questions, like we spoke about earlier.
1: Yeah, like, you learn more as you keep going through listening to the music. So, Kendrick Lamar in particular... If for that deep it, If you deep it, though. If you deep
0: it. <laughs> you deep it. <laughs> he talks
1: about how... It's the whole institutionalized racism thing in yeah. America. So it's how... The kids from, the kids have parents that grew up in the ghetto because of the way that the civil rights movement treated the slaves after the civil rights movement. They didn't no. and set them off on as like, a fair starting point. They literally were like, oh, cool, you're slaves, now you're not slaves. Well it wasn't there,
0: so. even that The 13th amendment Didn't even really stand To abolish slavery All it did was make it Under government regulation And
1: prisons Exactly
0: well. Exactly All it did was make it So that the slaves Then worked for the government mm-hmm. Rather than Worked for independent Private people And there's lots of research Into that But even when people Make the argument Of that oh well You're not You're not facing slavery now There are still So many evident examples Of how slavery Is still ingrained Within our society And how it still Impacts our people So It really is very, very prominent.
1: Exactly. Even how the war on drugs was kind of like a ploy to kind of remove the low socioeconomic bracket of America in order to like help the votes of like Ronald Reagan, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's obviously the music isn't going to teach me like well in depth about those topics, but they're going to drop little bits of knowledge that I'm going to be like, oh, I didn't know about that before. I'm going to go and Google that and learn and read more about that. Because school isn't teaching me that They're not going to teach me that They're uncomfortable with that kind of fact
0: Yeah and I feel like at school as well It's all about that inspiration And really igniting young people And getting them to realise That these things are important for you to learn about Because when you listen to it in a song Like you say You're not going to get all the facts that you need Within what three and a half minutes Yeah it's about really kind of getting you going and thinking oh my god like what is what is this like it's about being inquisitive and making you want to go and find out more and to educate yourself like we were talking about last week when we spoke about global issues and global awareness among young people and young people of color it is about educating yourself i feel like music inspires you to take that step further to then be like okay what is this that's going on that people are speaking about let me learn more about it and i think that that is what's so important about music that it has the power to really ignite that passion within young people to then go out and find out more about these things it's not necessarily there to replace school and to teach young people everything they need to know because obviously it can't do that but it definitely definitely gets you thinking so much more in a way that is so accessible to so many different people
1: music lets you be able to kind of be like oh these are concepts that like i might learn in school i might learn in history i might learn in like biology i might learn here and there and then you go back to school and you're like oh i've heard about this somewhere else and you ask your teachers that and your teacher can like elaborate on those topics because you're able to then interact with the medium that they're teaching you in the education system so that's where the music comes into play in like kind of, yeah, reigniting that kind of passion into school and then allowing you to be able to take knowledge that you're learning from, bits of knowledge that you're learning from other places and then take that into your school and then kind of push the school to be able to push those knowledge concepts to
0: you and your other PMX yeah i don't know how you feel with regards to australia but i definitely feel like looking at music alone the uk scene especially the uk hip-hop scene i spoke about this before it was at such a popping like point for when i was a young person i'm yeah, still i am a young person but growing up i feel like music was a place that i could turn to when we were speaking about that representation when i had like literally no black teachers whatsoever and i had no like hardly any black classmates at all music was the one place it was like okay I'm clearly not meant for this space I'm not meant for the education system but I can see people who look like me reflected within the music <laughs> industry. And that's obviously how I got on to find my surrogate mom, Lauren Hill, and really like listen to the things that she was saying. And yeah, I feel like I did learn a lot from like listening to this kind of music and having this music available. And especially seeing the come up of the grime scene. The garage, garage scene, scene right. all of that because if you really deep it and you look into the history. If
1: you deep it though. If you
0: deep it and look into the history of like Garage and Grime, they came up through like pirate stations. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like we just got like space handed to our community.
1: You really are like fight for it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you, people were fighting on the pirate stations and that's how they were getting about. Like we obviously were privileged enough to interview Jammer. Mm-hmm. From Boy Better Know, learning learning about his his starts, in like Nasty Crew, everything. Learning about how those groups really came up and f- and fought for that spot to be as influential as they are. I feel like that really made me see that. Okay, when you aren't invited to sit at the table. When you're not reflected in spaces, you go and create your own. Exactly. And I feel like that's what music really taught me with regards to being a person of colour. The main lesson for me to take away from it is, even if I'm not listening, even if the lyrics themselves are not directly teaching me things, it's the whole movement of the fact that, you know, our community is reaching major levels of being very successful in this sphere because they worked hard for it we spoke before about that Lagos to London album exactly. with Mr. Easy and how we are literally being able to celebrate our culture so much I mean like I say it's we've come a long way having to fight for this spot and having to fight for this position but now we're, I feel like we're sitting at a really, really good place where you've got some for the great releasing tracks like Black Girl Magic. Like, I told you how important that was when I first heard that song. I was like, wow, like, to have a song like that out.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly. And remember what Kendrick said at the start of All Right? All my life I had to, what? <laughs> fight. We had to fight. So we
0: fought we did we did but I think that music is and has the potential to take us even further Mm. music is so important for engaging young people and getting young people involved in discussions and even encouraging young people to stick in education exactly because they're learning about the gaps like obviously you know I can't not talk about black America again (sighs) as my favorite track to to really deep it and to really learn about things.
1: If you look at education in terms of like its relation to the whole music industry, the music industry almost like perfectly mirrors how the education industry works. So in the education industry where we see like education industry is run by like generations and generations and generations of like Caucasian people. The music industry is something that like we as black people were lucky enough to kind of excel at. Yeah. It's insane because jazz the blues rock and roll like biggest genres of like all time are started by who by black people like if you just do your research like do a little bit of education you're gonna see that these genres were started by black artists but they just don't get that kind of recognition and that goes into like music education study as well
0: i don't know about you but i feel like having these role models that you don't have within the education system makes me kind of feel very powerful because I'm like okay yes these role models weren't easily established for me but as I was saying my people have like fought to hold this position to really kind of show their talents and more and more people are coming through it's not like you know we had a few people to pave the way it's a very recurring generational thing that more and more people of color are coming through that are so talented illustrating this talent illustrating that we can be successful and i feel like there are there are definitely some lessons that music can't teach you that quite clearly you're going to have to go to school for but i really do think there are some lessons that school cannot teach you that you have to learn like through music and like i say having these people releasing important tracks really does kind of teach you such vital lessons that if we were to not have that kind of music and to not have people creating that kind of art Mm -hmm. i don't know where we would be as young people exactly But one person who is a good role model. And to really give an example of those kinds of people who reflect ideas within their music, this next track that I have coming up, I feel like I need to encourage you all to really deep it
1: deep this though deep it
0: deep the lyrics and you will really understand that I feel like this is kind of like a new wave of music that we're getting so the track next is Black Rose by Getz and Koji Radical and this is another incredible fantastic track that really does talk about a lot of important factors that I think are so key for us to learn about great to see this track receiving a lot of heat as well let us know what you think on the socials hit us up on Instagram slide in the DMs at the hottest sauce and let us know your thoughts and feels this is black rose you guys are locked into hot sauce I and you're like here and sit in the shop
1: my daughter she's a princess the world ain't slaughtering in her skin yet these carnies have not become important to the kings yet. Yeah, it's about a thing uh, yeah feel yeah. good, good Boy.
0: natural woman you guys are locked in to hot sauce here on sin with jenna oh my god i almost said elgin elgin's not here
1: elgin's in spirit
0: elgin is in spirit but i feel like every time we go to speak about him both of us are looking at this empty chair
1: yeah i like i turn to my right and i'm like yo and it's like oh shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's just no one there but elgin will be joining us again soon so do not fear he'll be back next week we'll hopefully. be back to hit
1: you with a clean minute, minute remix cause, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Eldrin is studying so good luck to Eldrin who mm-hmm. has another exam tomorrow we have faith we believe in you but in your absence of course we could talk about nothing other than education that is so important to him and so important to us as well because we are talking about what it is like to experience the education system as a person of colour mm-hmm. are we not Dubs? that is what we've been talking about we talked about lack of representation. We talked about you know Dab's doing biomed and being. I've
1: been dropping that the whole show, and <laughs> I feel like it's getting like very annoying.
0: Does anyone does anyone know what Dab studies? No, Any, I don't. Anyone? I don't
1: know. I think I think. Don't I study, like, like a science or something? What is it?
0: No, you do biomed, and you should be proud of it, because, you know, you are a very intelligent young man and a very intelligent young person of colour, so you are the perfect person to be speaking today about this topic and to be speaking about your experiences.
1: Can we, like, can we get, like, Jenna introduce her degree, please? Because (laughs) I feel like I'm very on the spot right now. Jenna. (laughs)
0: You Come want me on. to introduce my degree? Come on. Yeah. I study social policy. See? So when you hear me flexing about policies and what the government can do, this is why. Jenna knows
1: her <laughs> shit, people. She knows what she's talking about.
0: <laughs> well, I, I do love my degree, it's very interesting. But in current news, okay, something relating to policy and relating to the government, which you like to mention, Dabs. Mm-hmm. Recently, um, Politicians and some UK artists, including Krepton Conan, met at the Houses of Parliament to discuss whether the UK should ban drill music. And I wanted to get your opinion on this, Dabs, on this discussion of education, on this discussion of what we can do for our community and our members of the, of the community that are rejected from the education system and find themselves doing other things that really aren't positive. I feel like this kind of discussion being held in Parliament really is very relevant with regards to everything we were just talking about, uh, about music and the impact that music has and the influence that music has on us and filling the gaps that education doesn't. So how do you feel about this discussion being held with regards to potentially banning dual music in the UK?
1: Look, um, coming from me, I I was a bad enough kid in high school but that's that's just coming from like the lack of resources that our school kind of gave us so our school would take away things that we would like do so we'd we'd really like a certain game and they'd be like nah we don't like this game so we'll take it away from you but they wouldn't give us any other options to other like express ourselves and so that kind of just created these outbursts of kind of just like just annoying behavior really right and I feel like that's kind of the direction that banning the drill music is going to do so drill music is is like a culture as well as the music if i'm yeah. right yeah for
0: those who don't know what drill is drill is a style of trap music that originated in like south side of chicago sort of early 2010s like sort of thing and obviously became influential in the uk as well and it's known and distinguished for having sort of quite violent lyrics and i think that is the issue of the fact that it's quite dark and the lyrical content can be very like omnious it's very like almost accused of inciting violence and yeah. i think that's the problem that, that the government have with it but i think you're so right in what you're saying dabs is that i don't feel like banning it is the answer because as we've seen with various different things you ban something that You're makes just it, gonna
1: get something way worse.
0: Yeah, that makes it all the more exciting, that makes it all the more interesting and gets people really wanting more of it kind and, of thing.
1: And if drill does proceed to get banned in like the UK, right, they're gonna try and do something even bigger and better to try and see, oh, how are they gonna respond to this? If they ban drill music, what are they gonna do to us? Like
0: yeah and i think that especially engaging that within a discussion about education i feel like the arguments against it is that young people are learning from this music and they are kind of taking what this music says as gospel and obviously some young people do idolize these people producing this music and the kind of path that they've taken in life and what they are singing about but i feel like you're also correct with regards to trying to alter or change anything if you ban it this is genuinely some people's reality yeah that they are speaking about it's not entirely fabricated it really is what has happened for some people and their experiences of life so rather than trying to ban them expressing themselves about it why don't we look at the root causes that has driven them into these certain circumstances and into these experiences and i feel like that's the way to go much more so in order to get people into education and down what we perceive as more legitimate routes than to just ban their only form of expression and their only outlet.
1: Yeah, exactly. And we spoke about this in relation to like the J House issue, Yeah, of right? course,
0: exactly. And it's
1: like, so when you take these kids in a situation, a lot of them really have, they really just kind of have to learn to fight because the environment that they grow in is really, really, really tough, right? So that when they want to express themselves in a method that's not that, Activity, they go to music because they can't go to education. They don't feel represented in that, so they go to music, and then other people in their area are then educated by that music, and then see them do that, and then follow that trend. And so, if by banning this, you're kind of just removing their only form of expression, like you said, Jenna. However, if these children are given an option like youth centers, the ability to express themselves in in more like nonviolent ways, or even just the root cause issue
0: even if they're just included more so in education so we spoke about the fact that you know we don't learn about these key aspects that relate to our culture we don't have scholars that are there in our reading lists who reflect us and who are people of color also even by making very very small changes like that in order To make the education system feel like a space where people of colour are welcome, I feel like you would get a lot more people of colour engaged within that certain sphere. So it's not about just taking away the music, it's about actually taking responsibility, I feel, and realising that as people of power, as be it governments, be it boards, be it schools, be it whatever, realising that there is an element of responsibility in this situation and saying, okay, well, what can we do rather than take away, look at what we can add and add to the education system. To make sure that we are including more people of colour.
1: Exactly, and the drill and the youth involved in the drill, right? They're not just creating this on their own. They're a product of the root cause. So if you don't treat this root cause, if you don't involve them in education they're just going to keep doing this over and over again because they're going to keep trying to find ways to express themselves yeah yeah
0: it's like we always say you're a product of your environment and there are certain elements that you can't control and then there are also certain elements that you can and i think it opens up a much wider debate about government control and about you know how much the government should regulate things and i think that it is really true that i feel like often when it comes to our our um community the response is very quickly to take away Mm -hmm. it's very quickly to be like oh well we must take away that privilege we must stop them doing this stop them doing that but i feel like if we actually stop for a second and realize what can we give in order to solve this problem what what can we give to this community how can we create spaces and create new things it's not just about taking away and punishing yeah realize that actually we have a community here who has a vast vast amounts of potential should they be given the correct platforms in order to utilize it so let's see what we can add so let like i say let's add youth centers like you said dabs let's add forms of education that you know are in line with their experiences are in line with their cultural backgrounds and stuff like that
1: or even um teachers as well when um yeah i was watching an episode of the half cast podcast on youtube right and poet says he grew up in in like a very rough area and he was kind of just like when he'd get a teacher that he can tell wasn't from his area or didn't grow up in a situation like himself they kind of come in with an energy of like oh i i don't know how to react to these kids when they act in this kind of like Way right, but this is kind of just the way that these kids have grown up. They're tougher than like your regular kids because of the situation that they've grown up in. It's all learned behavior from their parents who have grown up in the situation and their parents' parents and what they had to do to be able to live in the situation and be able to survive. So when you have teachers or educators come into an area that can't that aren't able to relate to the kids these kids aren't going to be able to educate like to able to learn anything from these educators they're
0: not able to engage they're not able to realize that you know it's about igniting that passion like we said igniting that excitement and I feel like it's not that it's not there it's not that it's not apparent within young people of colour I think that you're so right what you say Dabs it's the fact that the people who are supposed to be teaching and who are stepping in to educate these people if you don't have that level of connection if you don't try to build that understanding and if you're only response is to expect people to assimilate then you're not going to be effective within your teaching methods exactly and I feel like I find this a lot at uni where I come across people who are fantastic they are very very intelligent people but I feel like it's completely different to be an intelligent person and to be a good teacher yeah and I think that that skill is what people assume that the two be- are the same thing
1: but they're really but not but I
0: really I think they are and I think that especially when it comes to educating the youth and educating young people of color there are so many more aspects to it you need that reflection you need to feel like you can build a rapport with the teacher and that's not even just to say that you need all your teachers to be people of color because you don't you can easily be taught by people who don't share the same cultural background as you so long as they come at it with the understanding and they are there to understand your culture not to simply respond to it in the way that they see fit and to to totally disregard the elements of your culture that are really core and intrinsic to your own identity and personality
1: exactly and it's like that's goes back to even for me i can attest to that example for sure because my 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 year 10 year 10 was the year that i really decided like yeah i want to do biomed for sure we had a teacher he came from michigan and he came into our school for a year and a half and he was the like the sole reason and he goes look science is you need you need math for science all right you need it And I can teach you it And he knew my circumstances He knew the situation Why my mom He was able to relate Because he grew up In that same situation But he'd also grown up In a situation Where he was able to Like interact with People of color as well So he was able to see me As like Oh I'm not something That's like rare Or like uh, uncommon In this school And he didn't have The same like connection To the other kids uh, Like with with their Teacher parent relationship Right He's literally a white teacher But he's the sole reason Why I went into science biomed because i was able to interact and engage with the with the topics because he was able to present it in a way that i was able to like kind of understand it because I'm, I'm learning from someone that's able to like relate to the kind of situation that i've been in
0: yeah and i think that that's so important and definitely the line that we should be going about i think it's good to see drill music being discussed and the situation with our community being debated in Parliament. But I think that definitely this whole banning situation, we can't just eradicate it. We can't just get rid of drill music. It's come from somewhere. It has a root cause. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this issue within our community about not engaging with education, I feel like, like you're saying, there are so many root causes that contribute. And as soon as you get somebody who understands and doesn't try to just completely dismiss what you're feeling and make you other you and make you feel like an outsider actually comes to you comes to your level and is like i understand what you're going through and i engage with you it doesn't matter what kind of cultural background they're from it's taking it's taking that technique about it i feel like it's the technique that we need to change really in trying to understand more young people and trying to understand our community and really look at what we have here in terms of engaging young people because it all comes to expression and really getting your feelings out there. And again, if we have this response to diversity, as soon as something comes along that's a little bit different, we're like, the, nah, shut it down. Yeah. And if you have that response, what message does that then send to young people? You know, wanting to really create anything. Where are we leaving them? What avenues are we leaving them to explore? Where are we expecting them to go? Realist. I feel like everything is linking up nicely within this conversation. All of the, the loose ends tied together so beautifully. But we're going to jump into some more music dabs. It's time for some, some more fire tracks. Are you excited?
1: I'm scared for this test.
0: You're scared for this test? You're like, the test is looming.
1: I'm feeling it now. Like, you know when you're, you're like, you're week 10? Tw- week week, and you're like, ah, oh, nah, the exams are coming. I
0: don't know. I'm, I don't know how you're fair. I'm hoping you're going to do pretty well. I've thrown in a few easy ones. And I hope you guys can play along with us at home. It is about UK music. Cause like you, the, the, the songs I've been playing today all links to it. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to feed you your education. In talking about education, trying to give you... A little insight into my world educate you on the uk scene at the minute because hopefully the australian scene will be soon to follow in the exact same footsteps absolutely blown up Yeah, hey, you're at 1-4 booming no
1: they're like an australian grime group it's insane
0: oh my god crazy yeah. i'm gonna have to check that i'll check them out and see what i think but up next we have too Money man by wiley and boy better know you guys are locked into hot sauce here on sin wiley Wiley's wiley <laughs> we miss you Stay <laughs> <See you. laughs> tuned.
1: Don't care about I just him out. Man don't care about
0: This Cause man don't care about Ooda. Bounce there, you guys are locked into hot sauce here on Sin with Jenna and Dabs.
1: And I cannot see, I'm legally blind.
0: <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready for this, Dabs? No,
1: honestly, no. What?
0: For those of you who don't know, or for those of you who are just joining us, we have been talking about education today on Melbourne's Hottest BME Show. We've been talking about what it is like to experience the education system as a person of colour. And on that topic, I have had Dabs in class with me today, giving him an education on the the kind of UK R&B hip-hop scene and all of my favourites that... I have really enjoyed bringing over here With me, so you just listened to some Man Don't Care by Jeremy and Giggs, and before that, we had Too Many Man by Wiley and BBK, also known as Boy Boy Better Better Know. So, as promised from the very start of the show, we've had some very important topical conversations all about the education system, how we can improve the education system, how we can get more young people of color to engage with the education system. And people to really understand young people of colour. So. Dabs is fresh from an exam today, so two, I thought two exams. Two, two exams. Sorry, two exams. I do apologise. Uh, what better way to soothe him than to give him another, another one, another <laughs> test, really? So I hope you've been listening. I hope you've been taking notes throughout this playlist of mine. where well, I've been bringing you my favourite. There are some non-UK artists in there. Shout out to Lauren Hill.
1: Shout out to Sampa.
0: Kai and Sampa, who we also played. So other than those, also Wayne Wonder. Yeah. Other than those, you know, we've got, all of them have been from the UK. So are you ready? Are you ready for this? I feel like we need some sirens going on or something. Uh, you know,
1: I feel like if anyone knows me from uni, if they're listening,
0: you know, you know how
1: I advise I don't go to any of the classes until the day before the exam and I'm learning all the content and I'm like, oh damn, I know not enough. Can I have, like, one night to just revise all of this?
0: No, no revision. Oh, no revision. Nah. It's a pop quiz straight off the bat. Here we go. We're getting into it. Get ready, dabs. Okay, question numero uno. In the back-to-school quiz, I am taking you back to school. What is the name of Skepta's brother? Oh, Jamie. Well done, see? <laughs> see? <laughs> Ding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like I'm going to have to soundscape this for you you know what you got so scared about this and you know what you're you're cruising you got the first one right so we're on to we're on to good things we're on to big things ooh, ooh. are you ready for the next question we All have right. coming up okay right. right I'm easing you in here name for me if you will two members of Boy Better Know BBK
1: can I just say Jamie and Skepta <laughs> that, that's, that, yeah, that's such a cop-out <laughs> that
0: is a cop-out that's out, such okay. a cop-out you're correct but that's a cop-out that's
1: such a cop-out I could say like Jamie or like Gemma, since yes like, yeah, Kano okay, yeah. so many
0: you could have said but fine I'll let you have that one easy question number three I hope you are playing along at home also what other names does Stormzy go by?
1: Oh nah. <laughs> nah. I can
0: I can feel you sweating, okay? I'm sweating. My I can, head is
1: my head is hot.
0: The intensity hot. just in this room uh, with the two of us in the studio right now is just too much for Dabs. Uh
1: do I have the answers? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Oh, not even a guess, not even any kind of. No, all, all
1: I can think of is when like shut up and he goes, man with the beard big man with a beard how can I be a backup dancer no that's all <laughs> I could thing. nah
0: okay okay so I would have accepted stiff chocolate or big Mike.
1: I would never have gotten any of those
0: okay okay no, I
1: don't think you're ever going to hear me call stormzy stiff chocolate
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay next question this is a question that you should get if you are paying attention throughout the show okay so if you are paying attention to me taking your notes like i told you to dabs you should know this okay okay so the next question i have for you is d block europe consists of two members what are their names
1: oh (laughs) no
0: you know i broke this down for you i know you did we played running man earlier and i said to dabs i named these two artists and said they were also known as d block europe
1: Oh no, nah, that's cooked.
0: <laughs> we played plenty of D Block Europe tracks. We played Kitchen Kings a few weeks ago. You should know this.
1: That's cooked.
0: I feel like I need a countdown. Because now I'm the going. only
1: name that keeps ringing in my head is Wayne Wonder for some reason. Wayne <laughs> Wonder. I, I know it's not Wayne Wonder, but that's the only name I can think of. Oh. D Block? Nah, I don't know. I can see a fold. I fold.
0: You fold? Yeah. Very disappointed in you, Dabs. Very disappointed indeed. But the two members that make up D-Block Europe are, of course, Young Ant and Dirtbike, who I mentioned oh, earlier. wow.
1: <laughs>
0: Young Ant yeah. and Dirtbike, also known as D-Block Europe. That's a big fat fail there for you, Dabs. Yeah, that's a F.
1: I'm starting to accept this 20 It's, out the, of it's <laughs> the L It's the
0: Taking this 20
1: out of 100. Okay, yeah. we're not
0: done. Another question. What does Nasty stand for in Big Nasty's name? Oh this was in like
1: the chicken shop interview, the chicken shop.
0: Yes, yes, (laughs) Big Nasty, a member of the Grime crew, NAA, and of course an icon across the internet. Oh no, this is A known a known British treasure what does nasty stand for in big nasty's name this
1: is pig i've been i've been done i've been set up <laughs> <laughs> i've been set up oh because i've
0: watched this chicken shop date mad time <laughs> he's a good one to be fair no way. he even does a little swish at the end yeah clicks his fingers and is like
1: <laughs> oh no way i don't know i have no idea
0: no idea at all not even any guesses given you know the initials already
1: Hey, N-A-R-S.
0: No, 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 no. Nasty stands for natural, artistic, respected, sexy, talented, independent, and educated. Yeah, yeah. There you go, there you go. Okay, okay, all right then. Next one I have up for you is a little bit easier, okay? Okay. I'm going to say complete the J-Hus lyric. Did you see what I done? Came in a Black Benz, dot, dot, dot.
1: Oh, I know the song. It's like, oh, no. We've played it mad time. Did you see what I done? Mm, 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 mm. I,
0: know <laughs> I know it! I know it! I swear to God, I know where, where, it! I where know the, the tune. Then? Okay. Can so. I just
1: give you the tune and I get half my... No,
0: give me the give me the tune and give me the lyrics as well. Oh,
1: no, that's cooked. Did you see what I done? Da, 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 da.
0: Came in a Black Benz. Came in
1: a Black Benz.
0: Da, 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 da.
1: Wow, that's 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 Pete. yeah nah
0: no no answer there happening right you're timed out it's did you see what i done came in a black benz left in a white one (laughs) it's a disappointment on your face you're not doing as well as i thought you would do in this quiz another question okay up next is a question that was also within the content so if you were paying attention listening to if
1: i was if i was if i was watching the lectures and turned (laughs) (laughs) into intended learning objectives
0: i played you birmingham by lotto boys and i want to know from you what is the dial code for birmingham how am i supposed to know that of course you know it because lady lucia everyone's always flexing it everyone when we speak about brum you know you've heard me go i'll give you clue i'll give you part of it you heard you heard me go you one.
1: It? oh no <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know they love to flex it. They're always going. They're always repping, and and they know they always state the dial code.
1: I need a cheat sheet.
0: Cheat sheet, no.
1: I need a cheat sheet. Can I phone a friend? Let's call. Let's call, call Eldrin. Eldrin. Call up Can Eldrin. we call Eldrin? <laughs>
0: uh, call up Eldrin from his study. See if he's been studying hey, for this test. Hey,
1: hey, I'm falling I'm calling a friend. Hold on. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if. Let's see if we respond. Eldrin, Eldrin, I'm summon you. Now I can't complete that.
0: You're running out of time.
1: I can't complete doo-doo, that.
0: Doo-doo, I fold. <laughs> it is 0121. I'm disappointed there, Dabs. Um, I feel like you are suffering a lot. Okay, next one. Are you ready? Yeah. Try and redeem yourself a little bit. A little bit. The next question I have up for you is Who sings Aladdin, My Lover, and Addison Lee? What? Are you serious? <laughs> what? Who <laughs> sings the tracks Aladdin, My Lover, and Addison Lee? Do you want me to play you a little bit of them? Yes, please. And see if you can get them. Right, okay, I'll give you a little bit of glue. This is Aladdin.
1: So we just rolled it. Show kick call, so we just rolled it. Okay, can you play my lover?
0: I'll play you Addison Lee. Okay. First. Okay, Addison Lee up next. Is this NSG? Lee.
1: Yeah. He's still struggling, he's still with us
0: subs. Still trying to guess the tag. It's not NSG.
1: No, no, not NSG. Nice. No time to waste. I've got my for free. I tell and
0: jump in my
1: Addison. Do
0: you want my lover as yeah. well?
1: Yeah, hear me with that. I
0: thought you are trying to just get extra thinking time here. I'm
1: trying to just, I'm trying to piece it together.
0: You clearly haven't been taking notes.
1: Yo, you're the baddest. No need to practice Cause you're so different Wow, no That's cool. That's cool. So
0: tracks. I've
1: heard these songs
0: All three tracks About the same person Come on, pull through Dabs, pull through
1: Hey, my brain's not working right now
0: As I said You clearly haven't been taken notes My brain's
1: not working right now Throughout
0: the show are you gonna go for a stab in the dark? Come on. I'm not, nah, I'm not stabbing in the dark
1: because I just embarrassed embarrass myself.
0: Ah, oh. ah, see? You should have taken notes. <laughs> come on, come on. Ah. They're all by notes. I know, I know. <laughs> They're all I, notes I picked tracks.
1: it up at the last second. I was like, I'm not saying that. They're all notes, <laughs>
0: They are, they are all by notes. I'm very disappointed that you didn't get that even played you some of the tracks there to give you some more thinking time Eldrin is clearly a very poor friend as he's still not got back to you to help you out he's he's
1: educating but educating
0: okay okay we're into the last two questions i have faith faith this this next question you you might struggle with so i just played you addison lee by notes i want to know from you what is an addison lee what was the painting called madison doing what was she? What was she gonna jump into? What is an Addison Lee?
1: Is that a river? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: The Addison Lee River.
1: <laughs> the addis the car.
0: Well done, Dabs. Well done. It is a it is a, a ride service. We shall say.
1: Ah, uh, okay.
0: Yeah. Well done. You're sitting at three points. <laughs> three, po- three points. Yeah, you've got three points. Out of how many? Out of 10 Out 10
1: Ah that's 30% Let's go <laughs> 3
0: out 10 3 out of 10 That's what you are see Okay We are in the last question here And if you do not get this question I'm going to be very Very disappointed in you And so should everyone else at home I'm going to get
1: it wrong on purpose
0: Okay Right Here we are Dabs Here is your f- uh, Your final question Okay Which ex-Arsenal football player Was accused of pushing over Which grime OG legend Oh no
1: Wow wow nah that's crazy that's crazy nah this is set up I'm kidding It's has <laughs> right, it's <been> right.
0: <laughs> oh my god I was, my heart was actually breaking it I was like I actually didn't know what to do but how could I forget the Jammer interview how <sighs> how <sighs> how <sighs> literally I ho- I wish Eldrin was here for us to just rub that extra little bit of salt into his food <laughs> because if we don't mention it enough Dabs and I got to interview Jammer From Boy Bernay. About his track Ian Wright. Mm -hmm. Which stemmed from somebody on stage pushing him over and people thinking that this person was Ian Wright. And we had a great time chatting to him, but Elgin was not able to attend. I'm proud. You did you did yourself well there. Hey,
1: forty percent. (laughs) Forty percent. There you go.
0: You did get at least at least four questions. You had me in the first
1: half, not gonna lie. I'm not i used like. you
0: in nicely but you should know those things i'm gonna expect you to be studying up now on your uk hey, that's scary. yeah study up make sure you know take notes
1: take notes revise people <laughs> revise for your subjects
0: definitely you need to be taking some notes here because you cannot be making these kind of mistakes again you cannot be coming through <laughs> Maybe you can, you can write a quiz for me.
1: Oh, that's scary. But
0: Notes' album is called Take Notes. Yeah. <laughs> you tried, and I'm proud. So I will give you that, at least, Dabs. You didn't do as badly as I think you thought you were going to do.
1: Hey, I thought I was going to like, one, not going to lie. Like, I was like, yeah, nah, this is not going to happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you did well. You did well. But before we wrap up this episode, we are going to jump into another track. we we'll played you some Notes there. We got you again dabbled into the UK scene a little bit. So, up next, we are gonna play Unsigned by Hardy Capio. Ow. I
1: got this one, show body unbelievable. One time, two time, will you telling me, darkest light? Like, this year I'm busting all the mandems. Next year's money and gal. Yeah. This year I'm busting all the man gems Next year it's money
0: and yeah. Super Soaker by Hardy Caprio There, you guys are locked in to Hot Sauce here on Sin. Before that you listened to Warning by Kojo Fans, And before that you had more Hardy Caprio with Unsigned How do you feel about Hardy Caprio? Hey Dabs
1: Hey That was hardy.
0: That was hardy. (laughs) Oh! I see what you did there. I see what you did. If you missed it, Dabs failed horrendously at the quiz. But you didn't need to do too badly, to be fair.
1: Hey, 4 out of 11. That's like 35% 35 right.
0: It's a solid effort. I'd be interested to know how anyone at home fared in the test. Do send us a DM. Let us know how you got on Mm -hmm. with the quiz. We'll uh, work on getting some sound effects going. And of course, I'll have a fat quiz lined up for Eldrin when he comes back. So don't be thinking he's got away with the dabs. Don't be thinking that. It's hey, okay
1: you are got to quiz on my education.
0: Yes, I will. I'll quiz him on much harder things. I'll quiz him on social policy (laughs) (laughs) and see how he fares with that we love you elgin and we miss you and elgin will be joining us again next week for another fantastic episode send
1: your hopes and prayers to him in the dms on instagram by the way at the hottest source because our boy's got an exam tomorrow
0: hence why he's not here to talk about Mm -hmm. education because he is busy educating himself And that really does round up what we have been talking about today, Dubs. We have been talking about education and what it is like to be a young person of colour within the education system. We spoke about a whole range of stuff, about institutionalised racism, about labelling, about the different barriers and issues that we face as young people Mm -hmm. of colour. But we're trying to wrap up and round things off, so I guess we want to leave the people on a positive note. I was hoping the quiz would lighten things up. Hey, and that's, that's, you know you would do well, Yo. but the quiz didn't quite go too well for you.
1: Hey, it, it is what it is, to be honest.
0: But you've learned, you've learned to listen to me more. Mm-hmm. It's the most important thing. I
1: I'm going to take my notes.
0: Definitely take your notes. Revise take your, your notes, subject. indeed. Revise, revise on these UK artists because I'm going to start sprinkling more of them throughout the shows but i guess i just really want to ask you before we send the listeners off dabs and before we wrap up the episode i want to know from you where do you think the future is going what do you feel like the future holds for young people of color with regards to education and the education system What are your answers and what would you like to see?
1: Hey, you know, I've seen in like my peer and my, the people that I kind of hang around with the black community and like the minority community, we're brave, you know, we fight. We would do what we want to do, especially in 2019. We have so many resources now, especially like in Australia and all over the world, really. So we're really able to do as much as we can when we put our mind to it. That's the power that we have when we come together.
0: You can do it, put your back, and do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not to disrespect at all. I totally appreciate it. Trying to that, have so. like, my
1: motivational speech for music in the background. and You can do it if you put your back.
0: do I? I know people at home are thinking it as well. Yeah, fair,
1: fair, <laughs> fair, fair, fair,
0: fair. Fair. But I think you're definitely so correct in terms of it. It really is about harnessing the opportunities and realising that... Just because something doesn't work for you, you either do need to rise up, create your own opportunities, Mm -hmm. make your own systems that do work for you. Be that music, be that the music industry, whatever industry or space it may be, I feel like the more we can see young people of colour and people of colour in general paving the way for future generations and really stepping into spaces and not being afraid to make those spaces about them. I feel like education will have to change because education is such an important factor and such an important tool that you know we are starting to see these changes we are starting to see more avenues reflect people of color as people of color are taking up more space exactly. hey. and i think that's a key thing just take up space take up all of the space even if the space looks like it's not supposed to be for you all the more reason to take it up yep.
1: <laughs> if you open that textbook and you don't see someone that looks like you be that person
0: yeah aspire to be that person aspire to get the grades to then be like okay I am now so good at this, you have to put me in that textbook. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge aspiration to have. And I think that's a really important aspiration to have to be sending young people away with. Exactly. For sure. If you don't feel like you're invited to sit at the table, make your own goddamn table to sit at. And, you know... Make enough noise and take up enough space so that you have to be recognized. And eventually, these systems will have to change and they will have to include us. And I think that is the key message. Facts. Facts and don't ban drill. That's also another... Yeah. Also, cough into your elbows. You know, we're still in flu season, so... Oh,
1: bring your umbrellas too.
0: Bring your umbrellas. That's
1: that's a big one. It's raining.
0: Any more words of wisdom, Dabs?
1: Hey, you know... If you feel like your teachers didn't relate to you enough in high school, be that teacher for the next generation.
0: Be here, be there. Be everywhere. Be eternal.
1: Easy, breezy, beautiful, cover girl. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you totally you totally <laughs> messed up my common reference there. But I'm going to allow it because that was possibly the best thing I've ever heard. If you want to tune in for more banter, more make sure you lock in to Hot Sauce, the exact same place, the exact same time next week with your favorite squad. Elgin will be back by then. I will not be attending unfortunately. So you boys are going <laughs> to It will be be very interesting to know what goes down so (laughs) lucky to see what these boys get up to without me
1: like phantom control the panel
0: no it'll be a wonderful episode anyway so make sure you check back in make sure you check in on the instagram at the hottest source to keep up with all of our latest details my fire fire playlist that i have brought to you guys tonight will be up there very soon for you to enjoy To feel like you're in the UK, engaging with these UK artists, Minus and try and answer Jenna's questions
1: yourself. Her exam questions are too hard. I need student union.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, need some, I need some regulation. <laughs> you need to Report me to whatever your, your board is. Your <laughs> board of exam. <laughs> yeah, if you did get any of the questions right, let me know. I'll be very keen. Of course, you're always welcome in the hot sauce DMs.
1: Also, Jenna's still waiting on a playlist.
0: I am. I'm still always waiting a on a playlist. If you think you can beat my playlist that like I've made you like, tonight, send, send her me yours. a playlist tell me that romance isn't dead mm-hmm. and try and try and beat me do it do it for the competition if nothing else but yeah we have been Jenna and Tabs and you've been locked into Hot Sauce see you in the exact same place next week this is Fine Wine by Young Bane and Kojo Fun this was a Sin Media podcast previously heard live on Sin 90.7 Okay, see you later. Bye-bye.